Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 79. 30, said Wednesday. 50. 35. 45. 40. Is good. $45. Zoria Vecherniaya reached across the table and shook Wednesday's hand. Then she began to clean the pots off the table. Zoria Utrinyaya yawned so hugely, Shadow worried that she might dislocate her jaw, and announced that she was going to bed before she fell asleep with her head in the pie, and she said goodnight to them all. Shadow helped Zoria Vecherniaya take the plates and dishes into the little kitchen. To his surprise, there was an elderly dishwashing machine beneath the sink, and he filled it. Zoria Vecherniaya looked over his shoulder, tutted, and removed the wooden borscht bowls. Those in the sink, she told him. Sorry. Is not to worry. Now, back in there, we have pie, she said, and she took the pie from the oven. The pie, it was an apple pie, had been bought in a store, and oven warmed, and was very, very good indeed. The four of them ate it with ice cream, and then Zoria Vecherniaya made everyone go out of the sitting room, and made up a very fine-looking bed on the sofa for Shadow. Wednesday spoke to Shadow as they stood in the corridor. What you did in there with the checkers game, he said. Yes? That was good. Very, very stupid of you, but good. Sleep safe. Shadow brushed his teeth and washed his face in the cold water of the little bathroom, and then walked back down the hall to the sitting room, turned out the light, and was asleep before his head touched the pillow. There was an explosion in Shadow's dream. He was driving a truck through a minefield, and bombs were going off on each side of him. The windshield shattered, and he felt warm blood running down his face. Someone was shooting at him. A bullet punctured his lung. A bullet shattered his spine. Another hit. And that's our page. Like I said previously, this bit of haggling is wonderful. There's a lost art to haggling, and it's certainly lost on me. But I, I do have memories of my grandparents haggling a little bit. Not not often, even where I grew up, there weren't a lot of there weren't a lot of situations where one might haggle. It was mostly department stores and such. I also enjoy that the end of the conversation is Wednesday settling on forty dollars, but Zoria Vetrinyaya still settles on forty five. I also like that Wednesday doesn't object to this. I think he understands how things are supposed to be when he visits Cernabog and the Zorias. He offered a firm amount, like say he just said, Okay, we'll pay you fifty dollars. Well, Where's the fun in that? Zoria Ushrinyaya continues yawning, this time in such a way that Shadow's concerned that she'll hurt herself. And I've definitely had those kinds of yawns where you feel like you're popping your eardrums out. Zoria Ushrinyaya goes to bed, so Shadow helps Zoria Vetrinyaya clear the plates and other dishes. Also note that Wednesday and Chernobog don't help in this process. Shadow also gets it wrong by putting the wooden bowls in the dishwasher, but otherwise he does well. I did think it was funny that it's referred to an el- as an elderly dishwashing machine because I feel like maybe if they said they had an elderly dishwasher underneath the counter, perhaps we would think there's an actual person. Maybe not, though. I don't know. I laughed in my head, at least. Nearer to the bottom of the page, Wednesday compliments Shadow for how things worked out. Wednesday knows that it was a stupid plan, but that it worked out pretty well in the end anyhow. But it's strange to me that... Wednesday doesn't express any concern for Shadow. He knows where things are going to go, yet he doesn't seem all that worried about Shadow's life. And I think we'll continue to see this as the novel goes on, that Wednesday doesn't have a whole lot of concern for anyone who's not Wednesday, for the most part. But we can discuss that as it comes up. As rereaders, we know that Wednesday has a lot of long-term plans, and Shadow's life and death... 
I don't know if it entirely figures into most of those. It does certainly feature in a little bit. And then the page ends with another dream. Shadow driving a truck over a battlefield. And explosions. And then he's shot. And I I feel like the the connection to the waking world is a bit obvious and maybe a bit on the nose here. But Shadow's in the middle of a war between the old gods and the new gods. We don't know exactly all those details right now as if we were first-time readers. But there's there's some kind of death sentence on his head. We've we've already established this through one of his previous dreams. He was told by his roommate Loki that there's a death sentence on his head, but there was no further information to be gathered, at least at that point. It also continues that sort of idea of, of Shadow's dreams, apparently trying to warn him about something. There could be further deeper meaning to the dream, but I wasn't able to pull anything out of it. I also don't really have a whole lot of notes for the page, so I think I'm just going to leave it there for now. You can get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme song. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.